welcome to Bitch Talk. Booze and interviews straight from the heart of San Francisco, although we are not in the straight part of San Francisco. <laughs> We're in the curvy the ca- and crooked yeah, part we, of San Francisco. Beautifully we, curvy and yes, crooked part yeah. of San Francisco. Uh, we are in the Castro neighborhood of San Francisco, uh, where we are at opening night of the San Francisco Jewish Film Festival. It's their 38th year this year. And, and the Castro Theater, our, our collect- it is our favorite, your favorite as well, right? It's my favorite theater in the city. I have a few, but this is probably number one. And uh, we're in the upstairs room, and I love being here. There's so much energy. It's opening night. And uh, Ghosts. this is always really fun. Yeah, there's a lot of history. Yeah, some shit went down in there's this room a, for sure. There's a lot of history. <laughs> um, we are getting ready to see the documentary called Love Gilda about Gilda Radner, who is, uh, was one of the uh, founding members of mm-hmm. SNL, yep. original members. Original. She was actually the first person that Lauren Michaels hired wow. for SNL. Oh. Before Chevy Chase, before Dan Aykroyd. Before them all. Yeah. So um, we can't wait to see the film. We're about to get ready to interview the director of Love Gilda. Her name's Lisa Dapolito, and we're excited to speak with her. Um, and then we get to watch the film. Yeah, and so. then we're going to run <laughs> into our seats that Ange has had to like be a watchdog for because it's a packed house. So uh, get ready for our interview with Lisa. I'm just looking yeah. at your shirt because it's a heart oh. shirt. It's the Love Gilda shirt. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I've been wearing hearts. Yeah. Time. Did you do that on purpose? Maybe. Wow. <laughs> it was subconscious. Yeah. 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 Nice. Um, <laughs> how did this project fall into your lap? Um, I do all the fundraising videos for an organization called Gilda's Club. Mm-hmm. So Gilda's Club is a place for, um, for people and their families with cancer. Oh. And mm-hmm. I started doing them, about, and it was founded by Gene Wilder after mm-hmm. Gilda died. Mm-hmm. And um, I just fell in love with Gilda's Club. And you walk through the door and you see images of Gilda, and everybody's read her book, It's Always Something. And I would um, interview the members for these fundraising videos, and they would talk about Gilda as if she was a friend. Mm -hmm. So I was like, wow, her her legacy is so unique and different. Mm -hmm. Like, she lives on as a modern-day comedian, but in -hmm. in also a really, really even more important way. Yeah. Wow, that's, yeah, I, I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. Uh, but uh, as you were going through her story and her life, what, what is something that surprised you about about her that you wouldn't have guessed? Well, I was very lucky. At one point, like halfway through the film, uh, I, Gilda's brother gave me access to her personal boxes that had been in storage since she passed away. Wow. So I was wow. able to... Um, to really listen, there's 32 hours of audio tapes of Gilda. Unfortunately, they're damaged, but you can oh. hear Gilda talking. Her mm-hmm. own personal... Uh, well, video. the way she recorded her book, It's Always Something, she sat with a reporter over a period of months, and she would just tell her life story. Mm-hmm. So I was oh, able to really... Wow. Gold mine. <laughs> yeah, and she's, I mean, it's probably not uh, a mystery, but she's funny. She's funny in real life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in her journals that are very super intimate, even when she's going through the darkest of of times, through her eating disorder, through her relation, her bad relationships, there's still a sense of humor and a sense of hope. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I, I don't I don't know what was surprising, but to be able to see her so intimately and hear her so intimate, and she's incredibly intelligent, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like highly intelligent. 
I was reading um, that I know you approached over 100 people that knew Gilda, correct? And not all of them said yes, and it's still painful for them really to talk about her. Was this a little painful for you to go through, or was it cathartic? Was it a little bit of everything? Um, it's very inspiring. I mean, Gilda is, if you're going to make a film and spend some years with people, mm-hmm. it's really inspiring to see how Gilda approached life mm-hmm. and how she approached it with humor. So it's, it's, been, it's been a really amazing project yeah. to work on. Can you talk a little bit more, actually, about the, the non- is it a nonprofit? Um, Gilda's yeah. Club? Gilda's Club, yeah. yeah. Do you want to talk about that sure. a little bit? Um, yeah, because uh, Gilda's Club is a really important organization. Yeah. So Gilda, um, when Gilda was sick, she went to a place called the Wellness Community in California. Okay. Which, in Santa Monica, and it's a cancer support organization where she met other people with cancer. And it was really important part of her life and part of her existence. And she always wanted to open up a Gilda's Club, or not a Gilda's Club, but a cancer support um, organization on the East Coast because when she would go back to Connecticut, there wasn't anything there. Mm-hmm. So Jean did open it after she died. So what it is, it's an organ. It's totally free. And it's um, a support system where uh, people with different cancers meet, meet together and they talk with a facilitator. There's children, there's some children with cancer. There's a really big program for um, children whose parents have cancer. Mm. That's, that's amazing. And, yeah. and many of the people who come there are in very late state cancer. Mm. And many of the parents, especially the moms, are diagnosed with a very terminal mm-hmm. illness, so they bring Gilda, they bring their children there, um, knowing that they have a place for them when when they may not longer longer be there. Like mm-hmm. this, it's so it's really an amazing organization. Yeah. And how were you brought into it? Um, I was working in an ad agency, and I was the head of production. Okay. And we started to do these pro bono uh, fundraising videos, mm-hmm. and then when I started, my, I left my agency. I continue to do them, and I I still do them, like, two or three times a year. Oh, wow. Wow, that's such rewarding work. Yeah. Yeah. It's really great. I mean, it's really sad, too, because you see all these, you lose a lot of people that that, um, you become attached to. Mm -hmm. So it's bittersweet. Yeah. Um, well, I, I wanted to congratulate you on uh, having your piece of work be opening night for the Jewish Film Festival. Right. And I heard that 54% of the films in the festival were directed by women. So that's it's a really exciting time, especially for us to be speaking with a female mm-hmm. director. Yeah, 54% is great. It's huge. That's yeah. over 50%. Right. right? That's like <laughs> exactly. super. It's like more women than men, yeah. which is really Which is exciting. our representation anyway in the yeah. world, generally exactly. speaking. Yeah. <laughs> So what was it like getting the call that you were going to be opening night at SF Jewish Film Festival? It was really exciting. Yeah. It's really, uh, you know, uh, it's a very well-established film festival and very prestigious mm-hmm. and and they've been really wonderful. So it's, and it's a, I mean, it's sold out. Yeah. yeah. The Castro. Oh, I have to yeah. keep fighting people out of our seats yeah. because I'm like, no, we're, gonna, we're coming, I swear. But uh, so what do you hope somebody walks away from this film feeling or thinking either about Gilda or themselves? Well, I, I think, I mean, as we all know, it's a very stressful time now in the country yeah and, you know and hour by hour yeah <laughs> and, and people guild i'm hoping that this is a little bit of a relief and a little bit of entertainment and guild is all about love 
all about posi being positive and all about love. So I'm hoping that, that people can carry that with them when they leave the theater. And when is this opening wide? Um, September 21st, in theaters and on demand. Okay. I'm not sure exactly which theater is here. I, I think there's one in Berkeley, but I'm not sure. But, um, yeah, that's really exciting. That is really exciting. Yeah. Well, Lisa, thank you so much for being on Bitch Talk. We can't wait to see the movie. Oh, <laughs> yeah, it's been an honor. Thank you yeah. so much. Oh, Thanks. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Thank you so much for listening. That was our interview with Lisa Dapolito. Director of Love Gilda, a documentary that I, it really pulls at your heartstrings. I loved seeing all the comedy greats on the screen Chevy Chase, Amy Poehler, I mean, old, old and new. If you're a fan of Saturday Night Live and its history, like <laughs> yeah. that, like this is the movie to see because if you forget what, like how far back it goes mm -hmm. and, and how rich that history is and that core and, you see, uh, what's his name? Where you know, Bill like, Murray? Yeah, you see everybody. You see Chevy Chase. Yeah, um, you see Lauren Michaels with like not gray hair. I didn't recognize him at first. Yeah, that's so funny. I know it, it did. It made me want to go home and just watch old op episodes of Saturday Night Live. Yeah, for sure. And like for the rest of the week, <laughs> it was just so good. Mm -hmm. And and then just to see the whole progression of it's like I remember Gilda Radner when I was a kid. And I remember when she passed away and, you know, obviously like her relationship with with uh, Gene Wilder is kind of, you know, iconic. Mm -hmm. It was just a, it was really well done. Awesome flick. And so. Yeah. So Love Gilda is out in theaters September 21st. Lisa Dapolito, the director, is so lovely. Uh, go out and support this film, especially if you're a fan of comedy, specifically women in comedy, because she is the OG. I mean, it was Lucille Ball. It was Gilda Radner. They they really paved the way for and, and have affected comedy to this day. Of course, she had to throw I Love Lucy in there. What the fuck? She's my hero. <laughs> <laughs> So it's uh, true, though they're on that they're in that same league, um, absolutely. And uh, and this uh, a special shout out to um, San Francisco Jewish Film, Film Festival. Festival. Uh, can we talk about the after party real quick? You and I raged, <laughs> and when I mean raged, we didn't rage with alcohol; we raged with food, like to the point where I couldn't fucking walk. It was incredible. They know how to throw a party. Uh, first of all, I'm ashamed that I'd never been to the um, Jewish Museum. Before, so I was really excited to go and actually see exhibits. But we walked in, and oh my god, the most amazing spread of food! You like walked in, and then there was like immediately sushi, like rare good, tuna. Oh awesome my god, food. with aioli, like wasabi aioli, and mm. remember that hummus bowl? It was like oh, this huge hummus bowl that you could swim in. Yeah, I mean, it was the bowl was the size. I mean, it was the size of a table that could seat. Six, you and, know, it was then, fucking incredible. Uh, yeah, we ran into um, our friend Lancia. Yeah, Lancia from Campfest, Camp and, and um, oh, and also Sierra. Yeah, both from Campfest. It was just ridiculous. The problem was, Shar and I, we are not a good influence when when it comes to free food because oh, we just kept going. I mean, round after round after round. Oh my gosh! And we would really keep one upping one each other. Like, oh, were you going to get another one? Yeah. Okay, me too. <laughs> yeah. Like. Well, yeah, yeah. And then, so we thought that we had tried everything and we're like, okay, let's go enjoy the museum now. And we had stuffed ourselves of that front area thinking yeah. 
this is all this is this is as good as it's get as it gets. Right, right. we got there early too because they were like, I'm trying to get in before the lines get long. Right, you know. And then so <laughs> then you said, let's go check out the exhibits. Let's go around the corner. And I'm like, okay. So we you know kind of dust ourselves off, wipe our mouths, <laughs> and walk around the corner. And when we walk into quotation marks the exhibit <laughs> we walk into a whole room of more food and it was bigger than the front room there was, it was like, like a table twice of, the amount there was a table of sushi there was a table oh, of pastries like <sighs> fucking there was popcorn oh my god there was like ice cream like oh, ice cream right. cones ice cream cones a quiche yes. table that's right it was fucking stupid oh, i man. mean and a normal person would have been like, you know, I'm full. That's fine. But Shar and I, I mean, we rolled up our sleeves and we're like, all right, round eight, let's go. Good thing I didn't eat dinner that, or I didn't eat lunch that day. <laughs> oh, it was ridiculous. It was it was a really good time though. We met some awesome people. Really good conversations. So yeah, thank you, Jewish Film Fest. They really took care of us. And um, we've got a few more that Aaron did mm-hmm. um, because you and I were kind of out of commission that week. Mm-hmm. The rest of that week, you were marrying people. I was performing marriage. Yeah. And I was you know, <laughs> driving all around California. So um, we've got more coming in in the weeks, days, months to come of uh, some some films that uh, we were able to preview and um, were featured at the film festival. And so stay tuned for those. And don't forget to please reach out to us. Uh, you can find us at bitchtalkpodcast.com. On Facebook, we are BT Pod, Instagram, bitchtalkpodcast, and Twitter, bitchtalkpod. And please don't forget, we are so excited. The end of this month, August 25th, we'll be celebrating our 300th episode. I can't even believe we've survived this long. But we will be in San Francisco at Fleetwood. It's a it's a clothing store owned by Nika's amazing woman. All local, all locally made. We're gonna have a DJ. We're gonna have breakfast burritos, mimosas. We're having a keg. It's our bitches and brunch event, and there will be no recording. It's just gonna be celebrating, and uh, we we want a chance to say thank you in person for being such loyal listeners and for coming along on this ride yeah, with us. Yeah, you guys are gonna be making swag. And we'll have swag for the first time, finally. Uh, yeah, sweaters, and hopefully we'll be able to screen them at the store. We still haven't figured out the logistics of that. But, yeah, get your bitch talk uh, gear on. Represent. Yeah, everybody have a bunch of mimosas. Wear them to church or whatever. Yeah, we're going to miss you, Shar. I'm sorry you can't make it, but maybe we'll FaceTime or something. Maybe. <laughs> but come out. Come out. August 25th, 11 to 1. We're going to be celebrating Bitches and Brunch. And uh, thanks for listening. We appreciate you as always. Bitch, please. <laughs>